0: Hey everybody, Craig Shaw back here with the Ohioan Podcast, and this is an Ohioan Weekend Review. Today I'm going to be looking at one of the best comedy series that I've seen in the last decade, a free movie that you can see that's an Oscar winner, and we're going to take a deep dive into an expanding library at Paramount+. Let's start off first, though, with the latest and probably the best HBO Max original series, Hacks, uh, on Thursday, uh, it just had its last two episodes drop in the 10-episode season, se- uh, the ten episode season, and after watching all 10, I have to admit, my my love affair of this show did not go away from the first couple of episodes that I reviewed a few weeks ago. This show is one of the funniest shows on TV. It also has a lot of drama to it. I will say, watching the finale, I was a little nervous that it was going to be heading off the rails a little bit as uh, Gene Smart's Deborah Vance was going uh, sort of one-on-one here with uh, Hannah Einbinder's Ava when they were kind of going back and forth uh, with a little bit of miscommunication. At first, I thought it would maybe delve a little bit into some melodrama, and it kind of does to the point where a couple of lines of dialogue probably would have sufficed to clear up some of the the miscommunication between the two uh, stars. But at the end of the day, the show really ends on a high note, and by that, I mean uh, leading into possibly more drama as uh, Deadline did report that uh, Hacks will be getting a season two, which I'm excited about. I, I You know, anytime you can see Gene Smart on the screen, you always have to, you know, to root for that. And I think she's probably, I don't know for sure that she's going to win Best Actress at the Emmys this year, but I think she is a shoe in to be nominated for... Uh, Best actress in a comedy series. she really just commands the screen every time you watch her. she's funny, she's blunt she's dramatic. Gene Smart really just brings a lot to the table in this show and it's not really a big surprise because she could also be receiving another nomination uh, for her work in Mayor of Easttown as a supporting character, uh, although that of course would be in the drama series. But uh, she certainly was great in a limited series, I should say, not a series, but limited series in that seven-episode run of that great show. And Smart was fantastic uh, as the mother to uh, Mare, who was the lead detective in a uh, couple of brutal cases that were going on in that show. So Smart showed a lot of range this past year. Can't wait to see her uh, hopefully collect another statue because she really did uh, bring a a great performance of – she was obviously – on one hand, she was a little bit over the top and pretentious, and she was, you know, living this character as a wealthy, um, you know, Las Vegas resident who uh, would do the residencies at the Palmetto Casino for a, a comedy show, but she also showed a lot of range and a lot of depth into this character and allowed us to really root for the character as much as we maybe didn't like her as a boss. We understood maybe a little bit how she really was and why she was the way she was, so I think, you know, Really pinpointing Gene Smart's performance makes this series, you know, as great as it can be. But really the secondary characters, um, like I said, Hannah Einbinder was very good in a supporting role. Uh, I I think I might have said this during the first set of reviews for uh, Hacks that I really wasn't too aware of who she was up until this show came out. She's a stand-up comedian. She's very funny there. I've watched some of her sets. But she really holds her own going toe-to-toe. With a titan of TV in Gene Smart, and uh, obviously, I think I've said this many, many times, but Smart really should be signing a, a long-term deal with HBO and HBO Max because, from Watchmen, the limited series where she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress, to Mayor of Easttown, and now to Hacks, it just seems like Gene Smart can really do no wrong uh, when she's on the uh, HBO screen here. So, I highly recommended Hacks after the first couple of episodes. I am not changing my tone on that. I am still giving this four stars out of four, even though it almost went off the rails slightly in that final episode, uh, but it really regained itself. And once it did, it was sort of a pitch-perfect ending and also setting up for uh, what will be a second season. So I'm very excited that uh, HBO Max is going to bring back what I believe is their best original uh, series that they've produced since they started last year, uh, in their one-year anniversary here, as you've got this show, flight. The Flight Attendant was also a, a very strong show that I think Kaley Cuoco will probably be in this Best Actress category, assuming they put The Flight Attendant in uh, the same category, the comedy series, but uh, definitely uh, a good year for HBO Max, I think, all given the circumstances, and definitely, uh, you know, that the sky's the limit for some of these original programs that they're setting out, so... Definitely four stars out of four, highly recommend seeing the 10 episode first season of Hacks. Obviously you can stream that on HBO Max right now, all 10 episodes are available, so go see it as soon as you can. Now looking at next here, we're gonna go into a a little bit more psychological drama, but it's a free movie, so I like to give you guys options for free stream options, what's out there that you don't have to necessarily pay for a subscription to in order to see a show or a movie. And in this case, we have a great movie from 2010, an Oscar-nominated and Oscar-winning film, in *Black Swan*. Now, this tells the story of a committed ballerina uh, played by um, Natalie Portman, who is struggling to kind of maintain her sanity as she's uh, struggling to to win that that lead role in Swan Lake. And then after she wins the, the lead role, her life kind of kind of comes unravelled a little bit. Uh, but you know, Natalie Portman really goes all out for this role. That's that's one of the first things that strikes you about it. It's a Darren Aronofsky film, so you know it's going to be well shot, pretty tightly written, but Natalie Portman gives her best performance in my opinion of her career as this uh, this troubled dancer who's grown up in what you would think would be a normal situation, a normal childhood, but she's had demons in her past and they really come out to the forefront. After she has the stress of becoming the lead ballerina, you know the, the lead role in Black Swan, uh, Mila Kunis is uh, sort of her foil. She's the anti-hero, where she's uh, almost a bad influence on Natalie Portman's character, and uh, the two kind of go back and forth. And, and really, in a lot of ways, Kunis is the her character is able to kind of sway. Natalie Portman to the dark side, no no pun intended on the Star Wars reference there from Portman, but Portman wins the Oscar for Best Actress. She definitely was certainly deserving. The movie itself, Aronofsky was nominated for Best Director, uh, Best Achievement in Cinematography, Matthew Libatique, he was fantastic. I always love watching his films. He is a, a beautiful photographer of the screen. He just knows how to put images on the screen and also for film editing as well. Uh, so, you know, overall, five nominations, one victory. But the victory, of course, for Portman was was definitely worthwhile. Obviously, it was also nominated for Best Picture as well. Um, and it obviously came up short. But this is one of those psychological thrillers that I think in in the wrong hands, it's the kind of movie that could go off the rails and just be a complete mess of a film. But in this case, Aronofsky, much like he did in his previous film to this, The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke, He makes this a character study, a psychological thriller, and he brings it all together. And he also obviously helps having a great actress like Natalie Portman coming in and and really delivering a fine, fine acting performance. One of the better performances, I believe, of that past decade. So definitely worth checking out. You can stream Black Swan with ads on IMDb TV, but I certainly would recommend it. It's a very breezy hour and 48 minutes, so it's not overly long. It's definitely something that uh, you know you might want to 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 hunker down with because it's not a popcorn movie. It's not a it's not a fun movie. It's it's definitely a struggle psychologically. It really does make you you think and and just uh, look at uh, how much a person can change with obsession and just the you know how their sanity can be gone after everything that they've ever wanted is given to them. So definitely worthwhile. I gave uh, Black Swan. Back in 2010, four stars out of four, uh, and I certainly would continue to give that a four stars out of four recommendation. It is a terrific movie. Certainly, it's one of Aronofsky's best films as well. I really love Darren Aronofsky as a director, you know, with the wrestler Requiem for a Dream. He really just has this gritty style of filmmaking, and he really brings that, but in a graceful way here with Black Swan. So definitely recommend Black Swan. Like I said, you can watch that right now on IMDb TV. You will have to sit through some advertisements during the film, but definitely it's a free movie and it's worth watching. So I would highly recommend anybody go see that. Now, before we go, uh, we're gonna take a deeper dive. This uh, this month, Paramount Plus is really starting to flex a little bit of muscle. Uh, this month, the streaming service, which just came out a few months ago, is launching about a thousand additional titles in their library. Now, at, at at launch, it didn't have a ton of content, even though it was coming over from the CBS All Access brand. But it did add movies like the Godfather series, the Indiana Jones series as well. Um, so in a couple of other ones like Minority Report, Zodiac, those were two other really big movies that I just absolutely love that they have on the service. And right now, Paramount Plus is starting to kind of churn out more and more original content. Now, some of it is certainly nostalgia where they have the updated CGI animated Rugrats show. Uh, they had the Camp Coral SpongeBob SquarePants uh, origin story. They had the, the Sponge Out of Water movie that premiered on the same date of release of the streaming service. Uh, and they're going to have an iCarly streaming uh, show, a reboot of that show here coming up on the 17th of June. But now they're starting to get more into original content. Uh, The uh, Paramount-backed film Infinite, which stars Mark Wahlberg and Chiwetel Ejiofor, did come out last week and certainly is a a, a summer blockbuster that skipped the theaters to go right to streaming. So it'll be interesting to see how that movie is, you know, people respond to that movie. Anton Fuqua directed that film. Obviously, he was a director of Training Day, which is a great film. So kind of interested to see how that is responded to uh i know a quiet place part two will be uh, seen on the streaming service here with that after about 45 days of its late april release so you know it's interesting to see what paramount plus is sort of doing right now where they're really starting to gear up and add more content i think paramount plus is on a a, the similar tier right now with say peacock the peacock streaming app doesn't have a lot of original content but they have a lot of uh, of a deeper library of NBC shows where, you know, Law & Order SVU, they have Criminal uh, Intent, they have a lot of other spin-off shows there. They also have The Office, which is obviously a huge get for the Peacock Network or for the Peacock streaming app, uh, but then also, uh, you know, Superstore and Parks and Recreations, a lot of their sitcoms that have really, you know, especially over the last 10, 15 years that have really been able to make CB you know NBC a very popular channel. But then they also have everybody everybody loves Raymond. They have two and a half men and also King of Queens. So if you're looking at for that nostalgia or to catch up on series maybe that you didn't get a chance to watch when they premiered on TV or just, you know, if you're looking for something to have on the TV in the background when you're doing stuff, Peacock's probably the way to go, although I'm not sure with the original content added in with some of their newer stuff in some of their library in general from Universal. I don't know that it's worth the $10 a month charge. I think that if you go with the $5 a month charge for the ad support, that's not a bad option. And I will say this, one thing that Peacock did was uh, just recently anyway for me, and he, uh, for when I checked it out, uh, before yesterday I was trying to look at movies and they would have advertisements in the middle of a movie much like you would see on a cable TV channel but now they are look it looks like now they have switched over to more of the Hulu model where they're putting uh, the advertisements all at the beginning so you might have 175 seconds worth of advertisements prior to the movie but then you get to watch the movie without commercial interruption which I really am happy about. Also Peacock 2 what they did was they allowed now for profiles which is nice so my wife and I can have a different profile so we can check you know, certain things that we want to watch, and maybe she can, you know, put things that she wants to watch on her profile as well. So Peacock's starting to step up, but Paramount Plus really getting into uh, a lot more content. I'm very interested to see what they have uh, coming up here movie-wise. I know Sonic the Hedgehog is going over there. That's a Paramount movie. So in addition to some of that legacy stuff, like Minority Report, Zodiac, the Indiana Jones franchise, and then of course The Godfather, Paramount Plus is really thickening up their, their service, which I really like. And I think it's something that at first I might not have recommended so much, but now I think there's a lot more options out there for everybody in the family, not just for you know, me, a child, or for my wife or whoever it may be. It's for everybody now. There's something that everybody can probably take out and really want to watch at Paramount Plus. So uh definitely would recommend Paramount Plus. I know it got off to a slow start, and maybe that was somewhat pandemic driven. Maybe that was also somewhat driven by the fact that they didn't have the streaming rights to certain things at that point. But now here in June, as they're adding a thousand new titles to their library, and they're not just, you know, you know, just random generic titles. They're actually, you know, hit movies like Sonic the Hedgehog and things like that. I think you're really starting to see, you know, Paramount Plus find a little bit more footing in the streaming world. Uh, And Peacock, I would like to see, you know, do the same where they might start adding a little bit more. But again, you know, they're they're both of these, you know, are late to the game in terms of streaming. So the problem that they face maybe is that a lot of their properties, you know, maybe had rights that were over towards Netflix or HBO. So now they're starting to get some of those uh, rights back and have a chance to upgrade their library. The one caveat with Paramount Plus that I still would like to see that I'm still not sure why they don't quite have is Net, uh, Paramount Plus does not have a watch list button and I'm not quite sure why they don't have something like that. I, I emailed them, I think after the first day and said, hey, you know, notice that there's no watch list item. You have to essentially go through and watch, look for what you're watching And hope that you click on it and then you have to start watching it before it kind of loads into your continue watching screen so you cannot save it for later you have to essentially start watching the program for 30 seconds or a minute and then it'll load up into your continue watching set so uh, hopefully that's something that Paramount Plus does here in the future adding on that watch list button that'd be very nice or some sort of a tagging system Uh, but uh, Otherwise, I like it, the solid user interface, the content growing, which is nice. Original content could probably be a little bit better. Uh, they don't really rival Netflix or HBO Max as of right now, but certainly with the backing of Paramount and that kind of money, you would expect you know, Paramount Plus to maybe be able to add a little bit more to the table with original content, original shows, limited series, and uh, try to get up there and rival HBO Max and Netflix cuz I do like the offerings that Paramount Plus has and they also have live TV options so you can watch your live local uh, CBS affiliate with the 999 a month uh, plan that add the ad free plan so that's one of the unique things is that you can actually watch your live Cleveland or you know in my case Cleveland station or your live CBS affiliate which is very nice and uh, you know so that way you're you're never uh, sort of away from being able to watch, you know, keep up with the news, local news, national news. And then also, obviously, CBS has their contract with the NFL, uh, college basketball, college football. So that's something that you'll have an opportunity to take into as well. So not a bad option there, but it is only in the ad, the non-ad supported. So you have to pay the $9.99 a month plan to get that live local news CBS channel. But uh, otherwise, I definitely recommend getting Paramount+. Plus. I ended up getting it before... It uh, arrived at a 50% discount, which was really nice. Uh, sometimes, you know, they'll have discounts. You just never know when. But uh, definitely at the 50% discount, it was well worth it. So anyway, plenty of options for you out there streaming, whether you're paying for it or whether you're getting and looking for something for free. there's every Everywhere you can you can look, it seems like you're going to find something to stream. So hopefully uh, all of you guys have a great weekend of streaming. This has been Craig Shop with an Ohioan Weekend Review.